If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Go Suns! And here we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Bold Talk. And uh, this episode, we're going to be, I'm going to be sharing my experiences out in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. And we decided to go on a small family trip for four days and just decompress, you know, from work and from the upcoming holidays because it's almost Christmas. And uh, we wanted to, you know, my wife's a nurse and, you know, having, you know, for those people that know that have family members that work in the hospital or in healthcare, you understand how difficult it is for your friends or your spouses, you know, your, you know, the people that you know that, you know, they're there for long hours and they see a lot of stuff and they go through a lot. And so we decided, you know, we're just, let's take a, it was mainly for my wife. You know, my wife's birthday was a few weeks ago. And, you know, since she, like I said, works at a hospital, the schedule is not, you can't just say, I'm going to take off. So we, we work around her schedule and, uh, you know, I took her out for her birthday and to, you know, walk around and sightsee and, you know, she always wanted to go to Pawn Stars. Like, that's her favorite show. That's her, you know, it's, she's, she loves that show. So, uh, you know, let's go to Pawn Stars. Let's go and, and pawn something, you know, let's, it's, you know, that's, let's, let's do it. So we went down there and she was, I mean, she was amazed and she was uh, crying. And I mean, it's something that she wanted to do and something that uh, it's a show that she's watched from the beginning. So it was uh, special for her. You know, and it was special for us to be with her while she was so excited. So, you know, you do everything for your spouse or your other half or, you know, that you want to see them happy and decompress for a little bit, you know, because they do have such a hard job and trying to take care of, you know, really sick people. And, you know, and that's, it's tough. You know, not every job is like that. This is a whole different animal. So... We were out there and we we had a lot of fun. You know, there was a you know, mask mandate, vaccinated or non-vaccinated, and uh, in effect. And some people were wearing masks, some people weren't wearing masks. And it just seemed to be like it was a free-for-all. So it seemed to me like if you were spending money in the casino, you were okay to not wear a mask. But if you were just walking by, not spending any money, they'll go after you and start yelling at you. Or you'll see some people without a mask walk by and then you see people behind those other people without the mask and they wouldn't say anything. So it's, it seems like they for sure pick and choose who they want to tell instead of just telling everybody. Maybe it's just, they look and the, the people that are walking in, they maybe seem like they're a little tipsy or they're, you know, they might look intimidating so they don't tell them anything and they tell the other people, that they deem to not be intimidating or, you know, or they look like they're going to listen. That's who they choose to 
to yell at while you're walking by. So that's the type of stuff that we saw over there. Um, the the virus thing and all these mandates are, you know, are crazy state to state. And, uh, you know, somewhere like Vegas, it's it's silly. You know, somewhere like Vegas is, I mean, how do you stop it, right? How do you get everybody to to wear a mask? I mean, how? You can't. You can't. There's too many people. Too many people are spending a lot of money. Too many people are gambling. Too many people are drinking. I mean, it's you can't. I think it's just a personal preference. It's a personal preference if you want to wear the mask or not. It's basically what it comes down to. Um, outside, obviously, you don't have to wear it. It's only inside the buildings. But like I said, it's personal preference if you want to wear a mask or not. One thing that I noticed about our little trip down there is, um, you know, I thought it was going to be crazier. You know, I thought it was going to be, you know, since all the situation with the economy and all these people losing their homes and their jobs and all this, I figured there was going to be just like stacks and stacks and stacks of homeless, you know, and maybe not in that area there isn't a whole lot, but I was actually very surprised, you know, from, you know, we've, we've gone to, we went to New York a few years ago and it wasn't, uh, it was, the COVID hasn't hit, wasn't really like, it was still in China, but you, you, you still haven't heard much about it. And we were over there while this stuff started. Right. And I mean, it's like homeless everywhere, right? People just sleeping everywhere. And I figured that's the way it was going to be in, in Vegas, but more, right? Because of all this stuff that just happened, but it wasn't. So maybe, you know, they clean up, you know, since it's a tourist attraction, they clean up the streets a little bit better than, you know, maybe say New York or something like that. But we were still a little bit surprised that there wasn't, uh, there wasn't a whole lot of uh, homeless just everywhere. So we did see a few security you know, boot some people out and stuff like that. So obviously they're trying to keep it, uh, you know, trying to control it. And maybe they, they have, you know, the homeless people, they push them out out of the areas where there is tourism. So, you know, the weather was nice. It was around 50 degrees. The mountains had some snow on it. It was, uh, it was a really good time. People are, there wasn't a whole lot of craziness. And I mean, people are polite and they're there just to have fun or just to, you know, to sightsee and hang out. And in one of those, uh, in the hotel that we we're staying, and I, again, I'm not going to mention any hotels because these guys don't pay me for any of this. So um, we were staying at one. We we're going for breakfast and they stop us and they, they ask us if, you know, we're going to be there for a while. And we're like, yeah, you know, a few days. And they're like, you know, would you like to get, you know, free money and uh, a free two night stay? So we get suckered in. And like, all you have to do is go to this new hotel that we're doing a tour and that's it. And, you know, there's $50 refundable and you'll get your money back. And, you know, if you complete the two hours, so we're like, so you get a hundred and they were offering us $150 and two night stays, right? For to come back. So my wife's like, Hey, you know what? It's eight 30 in the morning. We have nothing to do till later. So let's do it. And why not? Right. So we, uh, go have breakfast and then we head to that address they give us and I take out the paperwork because they give you this receipt right to go into the door and it was I read it and it says timeshares and I was like huh I always wanted to you know find out about timeshares you know it's like what I wonder I 
I wonder what it is. You know, we do like to travel. So it's like, this is pretty cool. I wouldn't mind sitting for two hours and for somebody to, you know, to tell me how it works. Well, we get there and they tell us, you know, that, you know, this is an attempt to sell you a timeshare. So I was like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's okay. We'll listen to it. But there's no obligation. So my wife's like, yeah, that's fine. So we get greeted by, uh, you know, it looks to me like a salesman and it looks like there's steps, right? So it looks like if they take you to a table and they kind of read you, they kind of, they kind of fill you out. Like, is this person, do these people actually have money? I mean, they look at you up and down and they look at your shoes. They look at your watch. I mean, all kinds of stuff, right? These guys are, you know, are professionals at, you know, trying to get you to buy timeshares. So the guys talking to us and, you know, asking personal questions and what do we do for a living and all kinds of stuff and, you know, and just filling us out. So, you know, we tell them, yeah, you know, I, I, I heard about timeshares and, you know, that's something that I would, I wouldn't mind learning about. And the first question is, or the first thing they tell you is like, well, we're going to talk about it, but you have to keep an open mind. Uh, maybe if we give you a good deal, can you think you, maybe you can purchase one today? We just ask for you to keep an open mind. So right away in my head, I'm like, hmm, this is interesting. So they're going to they're gonna try to sell us a timeshare. Okay. Well, I was like, we're already here. And I'm not going to, I want my two days and the money they offered if I'm going to be here for two hours, right? So it looks like before, if, you, if I was to say, no, I'm not interested, then it's basically, okay, well, thank you for coming in. And they walk you out, right? But... I told the guy, yeah, you know, I, let's see what happens, and I want to hear you guys out, and then if it sounds good, then we'll talk about it. And then, okay, well, in that case, let's walk into this other room. So now you're into another room where it seems like you're one of the qualifying families, right? And they close the doors, and they play this video about timeshares, about how great they are, and all this stuff. And then the video stops, and then this lady comes up and starts talking about how her life was before, typical sales and then you know how how her life changed with this and then it's it's too you know it's never too late to do this because you don't want to be 70 years old and too old and then you did you 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 look into your life and you didn't travel right so basically they try to guilt trip you into buying this thing and so the, the meeting's over, right? And then they're like, okay. So your salesman comes and grabs you. And you go to, you know, another room. And you sit down and then they start talking, right? And oh, this and that. And what questions do you have? And right away, I, I don't care. I, I get it. You know, I get it. And I ask them, well, let's see how much it is. Well, you know, first, you know, what is it that you, why you like to do this? I'm like, no, I want to see how much it is. And I'm like, how much are you, how much is this timeshare exactly? And uh, we will, you know, that's what, that's what's important to me. So then it seems like the guy is having a hard time, right? So he looks and it seems like they have signals, right? Like secret, secret signals where they give each other. And all of a sudden this lady comes in, Brazilian lady comes in and, you know, you can tell like she's a shark, right? She's like going after you know like how you guys doing and i'm this and that and she starts telling her her story and you know why she's doing it and what she's been successful and so all kinds of stuff right and then she starts going off again about 
you know, guilt tripping you into buying a timeshare because, you know, you're going to die and you're never going to experience this. And why work so hard and work forever if, you know, you're not going to be able to do anything and you're going to regret it. And, you know, it's just straight up guilt trip, you know, to try to purchase for you to purchase something. So then we're like, well, I want to see the money. That's I want to see how much it is. I want to see the numbers. And then she's like, okay, well, we have to run you guys a, a soft credit and then you guys can, you know, and then she tells the other sales guy, go, go show him around. So the other guy's playing the part of he's new and he doesn't really know. So it's like, so where do I go? Do I just take him here? And, you know, you can tell that this is all a show. So we're like, okay, sure. So they take us to this like condo. It's like, they're, they're like, it's a hotel slash condos, right? And they're showing us this three bedroom condo and look how beautiful this is. How would you like to just go whenever you want? And this is yours and you can use it whenever and blah, 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 and all kinds of stuff, right? And what do you think? And I'm like, I want to see the numbers. I mean, you know, they're dragging this whole thing to try to guilt trip you into like saying, yes, I want to do this. So we go back down and the lady's writing with a tablet and she's, okay, so what do you guys think? And I was like, well, this makes no difference to me. I just want to see the numbers. I want to see the numbers and see how much it is to see if it's even worth it for us. Well, it's worth it because it's for your family. And if you guys die, you leave a legacy behind and you can leave this to your kids. And it's like, right. But how much is it? So after asking them a bunch of times, this lady finally goes and gets paperwork, right? And they, they seem like they have it ready. And typical sales, they are going to go up with the highest. And then if you start saying no or you don't like it, they start bringing in some some mother deals right so this lady says like okay well so for this you know it's seventy six thousand, and i need sixteen thousand dollars down and i i laugh and i'm like you're not gonna get sixteen thousand like that's ridiculous you know well it's it's a trip i mean it's it's something that you will always use forever and why do you want to work forever and i tell the lady look if we don't work and all we do is take trips i really doubt that i'm going to be able to use this or I'm not going to be able to pay it. We have to work, you know. Well, it's not just about always working. I'm like, yes, it is. It's about working. We have to work in order to go on trips. What makes it, how am I supposed to afford to pay for this, right? Because there's a monthly fee for this stuff. So she gives me a second option, $440 a month, $5,000 down for a timeshare. And I'm like, that's not going to work. I'm not going to have a $400 payment. Well, why? I mean, this is, it's cheap. If you spend $3,000 for say three trips a year, this is cheaper because, you know, and it's like, no, I'm not going to spend 400 some dollars for a month because, you know, there'll be maybe six months, seven months that we can't go anywhere because my wife's a nurse and, you know, we don't know what's going to happen in the future with all this stuff going on, you know, and I, you know, we don't know. And we don't just want to be spending money for no reason. Well, no, no, you're not spending money for no reason. It's like buying a house. It's the same thing. It's you, you, you build equity and then, you know, it's like, no. So I told the lady, this is not like buying a house. So you buy a house, our house, you know, we pay a mortgage, but it's our house and we live in it every day, right? So it's not the same thing. We're not going on a trip every day. So for those seven months that you're paying $400 before, you, you know, by the time you get to go and actually use it, how much money have you spent? Might as well just save it and travel on a budget. 
So that's what we did. That's what we do. So they try to, every, every answer that you have for them, they have a comeback, right? So, okay, well, if you do this for 30 years and you add this up, you're talking about $36,000. And I mean, so it's, it doesn't matter what you tell these people. And right away they go with the, you know, we're, we're a family here. We're a family and you guys are our friends and talk to us like you guys are our friends and tell us, you know, what you don't like or tell us, you know, we were trying to make a deal for you. We're friends. We're here for you. And it's like, no, we're not friends because, you know, you guys don't, don't care if we can't pay for this in a year or four months or six months. You just care about me giving you the money and signing up for it. Because if that's the case, if you're my family, then if I can't pay for it, I'm going to ask you to pay for it. You know, and I'm sure those people are not going to like that. So, you know, they, they talk to you and they try to, to trick you and all kinds of stuff. So finally, you know, we were there for two and a half hours and I'm like, okay, time's up, you know, and I look at my wife and I'm like, you know what? I'm not, I can't commit to this. I'm sorry. So then they bring in, you know, like the, the, the man, the man that's, that's, you know, the successful one that came from nothing. And of course, here he comes and he starts with a story. I came from nothing and I took from nothing to this. And, you know, now I have all kinds of money and all kinds of stuff, you know, and like the guy is just throwing around his weight, right? So he's talking and he's wearing some chip, cheap suit, you know, and I'm looking at his, at his timepiece on his hand and it's like a $30 timepiece. And it's like, dude, get out of here. You know what I mean? Like, you're not gonna, you're no. So then the other guy goes, you know, I drive some Hummers and they start talking about what they have. Right. So it's like, I'm, I'm, we're trying to get a new car and, you know, we'd rather spend the money on the new car than, than get this timeshare and we'll just budget for the, for the trip. Well, no, remember, it's not about the lady chimes in, right? And she's like, it's not about materialistic things. Like two minutes before that, these people were talking about everything that they have and all the Hummers that they drive. And you're just like, what the heck? And me and my wife are looking at each other like, are these people crazy? I mean, do these people not listen to each other? Or, I mean, what's going on here? You know, these people are telling us about how much money they make and they drive Hummers. And then this person is telling us that it's not about materialistic things in life. So it's, they gang up on you, right? It's like three people ganging up on you and everybody's talking. And, uh, you know, it's it's craziness. So our, our baby was hungry and we were hungry and we're like, okay, it's, you know, two o'clock. Like it's time to go hit the strip and go eat and go do stuff. And so I tell them, you know what? I'm not going to commit to this. I can't do it. So then right away, that guy... The, the 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 guy that's you know the from nothing to hero to to rich turns around and just walks away of course being rude and then the lady's like well thank you for everything she was the nicest and she walks away and then the guy that you know picked us up from the beginning said well you're gonna have to sign this and you're not welcome here anymore and i'm like that's fine you know what i mean i'm like i'm not saying that what you guys are doing it's a horrible thing i mean people like to travel but it doesn't fit our budget it's too much money. So, you know, well, you're not going to, you're going to regret it when you're 70 and you walk in with a, with a breathing mask and it's going to be too late. So this is the stuff that these people tell you, you know, like they are, they don't care about you. They don't care about your family. They don't care. They don't, they're not your friends. They're not your family. These people are out there to get you, to get your money. They don't care about anything else, you know, no matter how nice they are, they might get a bunch of people and trick them. Because a lot of people are very, uh, 
they're like, oh my God, it's true. We work so hard. You know, we work so hard. And then you get to them and, and you get to their heads and, and they take it, right? We'll do it. We'll do it. We'll, we can do this. And, and they bite, you know, they bite and they, they end up with a timeshare, you know, and for some people are, it's a great idea. And for some other people, it's not. And for some other people, they're forced to. And like I said, these people like stronghold you to, to buy this thing. And nothing in this, I told, I even told them straight up on my look, I already made my decision and you can give me a pirate ship with all the gold and I'm still going to tell you no. That's just the type of person I am. And there's nothing that you can do to trick me. And I'm like, I'm not going to do it. We're not trying to trick you. We're trying to, to, to better your life because we care about you. And it's like, that's, that's the kind of stuff that happens when you are with shady salesmen, you know, the stuff that they tell you, the stuff that, you know, you're, this guy was telling me that he's trying to help my life, that it doesn't matter, you know, if you sign up for it, we, we make money either way. We're, this is just for you guys. We're trying to help you guys' lives and your family. Like, that's what they're telling you. It is ridiculous. The sales approach that these people, that these people use is ridiculous. So if you're one of those people that, uh, you know, be careful, don't fall for the trap. You know, they don't care about you. They don't care about anything. They just want to make the sale, right? And get your money. So we said, no, they were really rude. And then they're like, okay, well have a good one. Just stay here. There's going to be a, uh, somebody's going to come in and, uh, and, and review this with you to make sure that we were good to you. And, you know, and, uh, it's a survey. Okay. So me and my wife's like, okay, well, let's get out of here. Right. We'll wait for the survey. The, this lady shows up. Hi, I'm here for a survey. How did you guys, how were you guys treated? And I tell her, okay, we were, and I didn't want to be rude. We're on vacation. So I said, we were treated. Okay. There was, it was great. Thank you very much. And then she's all like, okay, well, how about if we offer you guys this much money or like this much down, we, you guys give us this much down and we only do half. And I mean, they continue, they continue. It wasn't a survey. This was the last resort. It was the last, this is like their last person, right? Like the, let me see if I can get them with something. And it's not a survey. It's another trick to try to get you to buy half of it. It's, it's ridiculous. It's just, it was, um, it was a bad experience and, but at the same time, it was a very informative experience because I wanted to see what this was about. So it wasn't a lost, it wasn't a waste of time for us. So we finally signed this paperwork and then we go downstairs and we go up to this, this window where it says gifts and they give us all these gift cards and, you know, all this stuff. And we, we leave out of there and we're laughing, right? Me and my wife, we're kind of upset because they're, you know, they're, they're a little bit, um, it's overwhelming and it's ridiculous, the approach that they have. And like I said, for some other people, they, they, they will like push you until you say yes. And, uh, so since we have good credit, they were all over us, right? Cause if you have bad credit, they kick you out. So we were upset a little bit cause we were like, okay, let's get out of here. And after that, we started laughing and we started laughing how, you know, we, we, we took a $150 gift card and, and a two nights stay, which is what we wanted. Right. And uh, at the same time, we, uh, we had an experience that uh, was wild. You know, it was a very wild experience, something that um, 
you know, if you have the time to just, you know, to see how this stuff works. And if you for sure don't, you know, are not going to buy something like that. And you just want to see what it's like. It's crazy. I mean, these guys are like the worst of the worst salesmen. And I, I understand that some people have families and this is what they do for a living. But you can have a different approach. I mean, I did a little bit of sales before and I've, I was pretty good at it because I never pressured anybody to do anything. And I would tell them, this is how much it is. This is what I can do. And I would always, you know, give them the better deal. I would never go out there and give them the, the super inflated deal and then try to make them deals as I, as I saw them that, you know, as I saw their facial expressions, I always give them the best deal. So they wouldn't ask anymore. Like, look, this is what it is. Bottom line. And, you know, and then I'll just leave the stuff there and that's it. Good night. You know, that's the end of it. And some people will call me and like, Oh my God, you got, it's just a deal. And that'll be it. And when it comes, I used to sell equipment and I'm not going to mention what kind of equipment, but just equipment for, for companies, commercial companies. And, uh, you know, it, it's stuff that you actually need, that they need for production in their factories. But, uh, you know, I, I, I was never that kind of sales, that's kind of sales guy. I was mainly a, a you know, um, I was a uh, area, you know, a manager. So I was in charge of a, of a whole, you know, half of a state, for instance. And, um, you know, we would go in there and we would, you know, they will call us and we'll quote whatever machine they needed. And we would, uh, you know, I would always give the best deal because I don't want to, you know, I don't want people to do that to me. So that's the approach that I took. So that's why I was very successful in sales. And I was never, it's something that I don't like. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't like sales. I dislike it. I dislike chasing money like that. Uh, but it was something that I wanted to try out to see what, you know, you always want to try out different things to see what you're good at. And uh, I was pretty good at it. It's just that I just, you know, it's not, in, it wasn't in my heart to continue to do it. Um, and I did see a lot of people that worked with me that were trying to stronghold people. And, you know, they start out with a super inflated co- you know, rate. And all of a sudden they're like, well, we can give it to you. We can knock off 10 grand. And it's like, well, why didn't you do that in the first place? I mean, you look shady. You know what I mean? As a salesman, if you're listening to this, you look shady. You sound shady. Just be a good person. Be a good salesman. You'll sell more by quantity than trying to make one deal and be rich but you know some people are going to listen to this and go yeah right whatever and it's like it's true you know take the approach of not everybody wants to be stronghold and you know stronghold and like you need to buy this you just need to tell them how it is this is the deal and you know this oh you can't you can't do it no problem you know thank you for coming in and you know we appreciate everything maybe next time you you know you, uh, you can come back and maybe we can talk about this. Here's my card or here's my number. You know, not, you're not welcome here. You're not allowed to be, you to come back and we keep records for 10 years. So you guys can come back and get this deal. I mean, that is the, it is horrible customer service. It is horrible salesmanship, you know, and these guys are just, I think they're the worst, you know, I think they're the worst of the worst instead of just, you know, being good people. All you got to do is be, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure that if those people took a different approach, they would sell more timeshares instead of just trying to drill people and force people and make them feel bad and guilt trip them into buying things. I mean, you know, obviously there's millions of people and obviously they get people to buy these things. You know what I mean? By peer pressure or whatever, or something, like I said earlier, some people do have the money, 
And some people just don't have the money, but they get peer pressured into this. And all of a sudden they're like stuck with this huge monthly payment and they can't even go anywhere. And especially now with all the COVID stuff and the, the, the airlines and all the stuff that's happening, it's a bad idea to get a timeshare right now. You know, you're just going to struggle. It's like, if you were even thinking about this, you should just wait after all this is done and then go at it. I mean, these timeshares should have been like half the price because it's hard to travel right now, but they weren't. They were like $76,000. I mean, it's ridiculous. You know what I mean? So that's the, you know, that's the kind of stuff that drives me crazy. You know, that, that people try to do to other people. That's not right. You know, that's not right. Maybe I just have more, you know, my morals are just, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what what to say, but that was a crazy experience, you know, out there in Vegas. But overall, it was a great trip. We had, you know, an amazing time. We stopped on the way back and we walked to Hoover Dam and it's amazing. The craftsmanship and like all these people, they that built that stuff. I mean, that it's, it's amazing. You know, it's amazing what what us humans can do, you know, with our hands and uh, if we put our heads together. But yeah, I mean... Are the, you know, I just wanted to share a little bit of my, uh, of, you know, like I said before, you know, like I, I want to, this podcast is a personal journal, but at the same time, I'm going to have people coming in, but it's just things like this that I like to share. So people that have never gone through this kind of go, holy smokes, like that'll be crazy. Like, you know, we should try that one day to see if it's true. You know, hopefully you guys get a better salesman. Hopefully you guys get a nicer salesman where you can just be like, no, I can't. And they just let you go and you're off, right? You're off to go have fun. Instead of these guys that they know you have good credit and they just attack you. I mean, these guys, like I said, they look at everything, everything that you're wearing, your wife's purse, your watches. I mean, the guy right away was looking at my watch and he's, you know, and my watch is not, I don't, I don't wear an Omega or anything like that, but you know, my watches are, are decent. They're nice. You know, I, I like to have, you know, a nice watch, but they're not like thousands and thousands of dollars. You know, just I'm just a regular guy, but, you know, they, they're nice. So this guy right away saw my watch and he obviously knows nothing about watches, but he saw that it was really nice looking. And he's like, oh, that's a nice watch. You know, you must make a lot of money. I mean, it's silly. You know what I mean? Silly things like that, that these guys go after. And of course, a lot of people go there and they're posers and they act like they have a lot of money and they get stuck in this situation where they don't want to be. And you just look silly yourself but overall it was uh like i said great experience it's uh it's an awesome place it's it has its its, its goods and it has its bads but overall it's uh it's a, a good place to walk around and see all the cool shows and ride the gondolas and you know and and go inside different hotels but you know hopefully uh this this uh episode was uh was good to listen and like i said if you know you guys ever want to take a trip down there and you know you want to get into some crazy excitement and see how you know how some salesmen try to sell you things you know they're always out there asking for you know if you want to you know if you want free stuff and you just have to listen to them but if you can endure it and you're not weak where you're gonna be like yeah let's do it you know it's it's a crazy experience but um well guys thank you for joining me thank you for for hearing my my crazy story and uh until next time uh thank you guys